Welcome, everyone. Welcome to the Austin J. Haynes Show. And I'm going to come right out of the gates. Have you been thinking, somebody's thinking it's too late. I had a conversation today and it was like, what wakes you up at 2 a.m.? Are you in the midlife section of your life, the season, or, or perhaps you're approaching that and you're starting to think, is this all there is? Can I reset? Is it even possible? Maybe you made a mistake early on and you're thinking it's too late. I want to talk about this tonight. I want to talk about you and the potential for your life reset. First, I want to welcome Dr. Andre Adams Miller, my co-host from the Red Carpet Connection. And Dr. Andrea, I think we should make this a thing like car conversations with Dr. Andrea. What do you think? I know. It always ends up being I'm I'm wherever I'm at, I'm in transition. And uh, I know last summer I was in the pool every time I talked to you. <laughs> I, I, got pool. Pool I got a you know, pool. You know what? It's a great testament to that. Like everything's teachable. And if you want to do something, you do it. You, right. Because there'd be a thousand things to not do something and come up with an excuse. Well, I got to go here. And I gotta, but we are connected. Yeah. It's that double edged sword. But that connectedness gives us the ability to be able to reach you and, and touch you wherever you are. So before we get into the show, I just want to welcome in our we have our podcast audience. It's going to get this on the playback. We have Apple TV, Amazon Fire TV. We have Roku all because of our partner E360 TV. So I want to give them a quick shout out to help us uh, broadcast. And Dr. Andre, how are you feeling? What's going on with the summer? Are you thinking about this reset for you? Oh, you know, it's funny. I, 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 I'm looking forward to talking to this more. I feel like I'm constantly in a perpetual reset, you know, <laughs> it, it, and it's funny because when I look back in my life, when I was a teenager, I remember thinking, oh, when I'm this age, I'll be able to accomplish. I used to call it getting it. In fact, I've been working on a book for, I don't know, probably 40 years called getting it. So, you know, I think I've got it, you know, I think, oh, I finally got it. And, and then something will happen and I'll be like, oh, now I get it. And, and, and I'm getting things quicker and faster. And, and that's what makes me want to learn more. And I, I don't know if I'll ever get it. I mean, chances are I'll be on my deathbed and then I'll die and be like, oh, now I get it. And then I'm going to be mad because I didn't get to finish the last chapter. <laughs> it's an interesting thing. I, there's some philosophy that says you're, you never got it. You're always getting it. Yeah. And this might be a great talk track because... And I think just based on the study that I've gone through in my, in my own life, I mean, I, I was, and maybe we can talk about the last time you re you pushed reset in your life. Maybe you're not midlife, but th think about the last time you pushed reset. Maybe for some of you, it was a decade ago. For mm -hmm. me, it was about four years, actually four years ago, almost to the day when I, I, I left my corporate job of 19 years, the same company and pushed the reset button. And, you know, people thought I was crazy. Matter of fact, most of the people in my life at that time are gone. I don't even get a phone call, nothing, because I, I decided to make an adjustment and change. And it's okay. You know, we love, we love and appreciate our journey. But what I was going to say is when we push that reset button, we, we think we're going to reach this magic utopia. I talk about this in Power of Pure Presence. We think we're going to get there. But the fact is we're never going to get there because we're always here. And here is where we can augment and step into that reset right now. But that reset often looks chaotic. See, this is the paradox of it all. 
we think we're going to get there and it's smooth and silky. But the truth is our reset is right here in the chaos where the decision is made that says, I will, I am going to no matter what. And that point where we say no mas, no more, no more. I'm not settling for that no more. So when was the last time you said no more? I'm not doing that anymore. I, I am going to make an adjustment. Do you remember, Dr. Andrea, that time where you said no mas? You said, maybe you didn't say no mas. Yes. However, I sang it. I said, never enough, never enough for me <laughs> uh, from uh, Greatest Showman. And, and I just realized that like it, it wasn't going to be enough for me. So I needed to step out. Yes. It's it's an interesting concept. And we've been talking about the, the midlife reset here and really and it's interesting, everybody I've shared Midlife Oasis with, which is really, it's going to, it's my story and it's going to evolve into everyone's story. Because I want to know what your Midlife Oasis is. What is Midlife Oasis? It's when you reset, I'm going to share a quote. This is a great quote. I, I was going to have a graphic up, but I'll get the graphic to you. And it, this really spoke to me and it came from an unlikely source, by the way. Let me put it up there. I'll, I'll type it in at some point so you can see it. Aging is an extraordinary process whereby you become the person you always should have been. Mm. And before we talk about the quote, how many of you, you lived a life that you thought was the life you were supposed to live? You got, you got the, the education, you got the job, you got married, you had the family, you had the children and you wake up one day. It's like, it's like, um, what's the uh, talking heads, David Byrne? When the days go by and the water, same as it ever was. And he yeah. goes, how did I get here? Right? Yeah. How did I get here? Right. And so sometimes you might ask yourself, how did I get here? And you and you realize, and this is probably true for a lot of people is that, you don't know how you got there because it wasn't in alignment with who you really are. It's like, and Henry David Thoreau says, most men, I'm going to add women, most men and women lead lives of quiet desperation. Mm. And I, I, maybe this is going to hit home, but I want it to hit home. So who do you think that quote was shared? By, uh, who do you think said that quote? I'm going to type this in. You know, I, for me, I don't know who said it. So I hope somebody else knows. I just know a friend of mine that I used to work with, that was a, um old business partner of mine, used to say it all the time. And so, uh, you know, that's funny that I don't know that. I only can think of him as being the only person I knew that repeated that. Well, I'm going to type it in so I can just share it and let you visually see it. We keep a little anticipation building here. And here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to do a little a little teaser here too, because I want to, even though we don't have the midlife oasis book, that'll be a future project, but we do have a book that will help you today. Look brother, and you know what? You got my favorite book of all time right here. Yeah, I'm going to tell people to read this one. So that was a great moment in uh, Flashpoint, Manifesting the Moment of Your Big Breakthrough. It's a book that is my first solo book. And I won't tell the whole story here, but Damon John, it, it, serendipitous, you know, kind of an on-purpose meeting there to, to meet him. And 
have that happen. So it was, was pretty amazing. Um, but, but Dr. Andrea, back to you. So what about when you started your business? Was there like a reset involved there? So I have multiple businesses. So each time there was a reset. So, um, you know, it started. Oh, by the way, we should bring uh, Alicia on because I, she could only be with us the first half hour. So, okay. um, so we should bring her on sooner than later. Um, Let's but do that. Yeah, each time in my um, business, there was a, a, a huge, a huge shift. Um, every, and every time I've went into a, a different learning module to learn, uh, you know, now I'm, I'm now I'm working on a, another PhD equivalent. It's not a PhD, but it, it should be because I have to read 100 books and write a paper on 100 books 100 within books. two years. Um, all about neuroscience and NLP and hypnosis and, you know, neurological connection. So, you know, to understand all of that at the depth of reading 100 books and understanding it to be able to synthesize the information and write about it, you know, in, in a in a annotation kind of a way, uh, definitely is um, equal to a dissertation. <laughs> that's amazing. You're, I mean, that's incredible. Uh, well, anyway, we're, we're going to have to get updates on how you're going to pull it off. But let me pull the quote up and then we can we can bring on Alicia. So here's the yeah. quote. And I'll read it again so everybody can see it. Oh, that's Dr. You, want, you want to read it, Dr. Andrea? Uh, yes. Wait, is that it starting right there? Yep. Uh, aging is an extraordinary process whereby you become the person you always should have been. And that's David Bowie. David Bowie. I've listened to some of his sound bites and they're really incredible. Uh, he's just connected right that artistic soul that deeper connection and that's what i want for the listeners and i want that for the listeners and i'm, I'm really wanting that for the uh, for the poetry book to really touch that deep part so what we'll do is i'll share this quick little animation then we'll bring on alicia and learn her story and i want to know about the equestrian coaching i didn't even get to talk about that in the green room but i'm i'm excited about the this so let me do this and then we'll Dr. Andrea, you'll be doing the honors to introduce her. So hold on, here we go. All right. So Dr. Andrea, are you ready? Oh, yeah, I am. So Alicia Boost is an empowerment coach. She's a host of three different YouTube channels. She has groups called the Phoenix, Phoenix Rising Women's Group, Global Resources for Men, and Global Equine and Equestrian Coaching. And she also has a life coaching group called the Playful Pivot Membership Group. She's a medical massage therapist. She has been for 22 years, although she looks like she's barely over 22. Gorgeous woman. And she runs her own business called the fifth element and she also is a former waldorf teacher she taught sixth grade and, and maybe others as well she has multiple degrees in education and a postgraduate degree in equine assisted learning and she really is uh, to her it's really important to her to have from her life experiences to create a safe space that's non-judgmental for other people to be vulnerable and be authentic as they stretch and grow so through all of her communities she invites other coaches and people to be along there to help them really be who they want to be and show up the way they want to. And I had the pleasure of inter being interviewed on the, for her playful, well, for her, uh, one of her um, YouTube channels. And then uh, tomorrow I get to uh, 
talk to her membership group. And I'm specifically going to be talking about intimacy and different things with uh, related to that. And she's just a wonderful light. So I'm so excited that we were able to have her on here and share her with all of you. Let's bring Alicia on. Alicia, welcome to the program. Thank you so much for having me. And Dr. Andrea, thank you so much for your sweet introduction. It was lovely yeah. to have you on the show this morning and so fun to spontaneously get to be here this evening. <laughs> yeah. We're eager to hear more about your story. You you have a very diverse background. I love the fact that you're focused on women and eager to hear how you landed here as a former Waldorf teacher and running three shows and, and especially the equestrian. So hopefully we have time to that, but be eager to find out what happened in your past, like your reset, your pivot, if you will, your, your mm -hmm. playful pivot, as you call it, and how this got you to this very point in time at this, at this hour on this July 10th to be chatting with us. So what happened? Oh my goodness gracious. So many things. It's <laughs> part of the reason that my membership is called the playful pivot because I have pivoted so many times throughout my life. And I am very joyful. And as an adult, I'm really lucky because I've never lost that sense of wonder that so many people do as life has a tendency to sometimes jade us. And I, I find relief in being able to connect with people and that space of wonder. As adults, oftentimes, we don't really feel like we get to play. Having a permissionary, somebody to share their story and to create that space that allows people to step into can give us that opportunity to engage in that space of wonder within us, which in its own right really does help us with resetting. Because as children, we don't have as many considerations as to what a reset is. Kids reset the game all the time, right? Yes. And so... For us as adults, it's important to remember that it's about the journey. It's not about the destination because in our minds, we create this projection of what we think the destination is going to be. But as we continue to engage, things go a little bit wrong sometimes, right? Like wrong, quote unquote. Yes. We meet new people. We have new opportunities. Maybe you have an injury or a sickness or your job falls apart. And you're like, what do I do? Right? And all of a sudden that destination that you've been spending all this time and energy and potentially money going towards can be potentially radically different than what you started with. And creating that space of acceptance within and grace is so important. And it looks like there might be some lag going on that will hopefully resolve itself. And we can just laugh at my... Um, animated facial expression and hands in the meanwhile <laughs> but we hear you as long as you can hear me right we'll, we'll just keep going yes so one of my friends uh, a coach that i talked to once for one of the global men's summits that i created he talked about how important it is to just do one percent better every day and when you're thinking about a reset when you think about it being 1% better every day that you're transitioning, it makes it less overwhelming. And I talk to my coaching clients about creating micro goals because then you're, you can see the small incremental changes and you can win every day, no matter what's going on. So right? I'm going to interrupt you for intentionally here because I, I want to, I want to capture something you said. So we're talking about the one, 1% 1 increment improvement, but what I wanted to go back to 
is that you said you didn't lose your sense of wonderment. And I, and I think this is really important to, to hit on because I think that logically we we've heard, heard this before. We know that as we get older, we can become fixed in our thinking. We understand the concept of wonderment and imagination, but what would you say, because you've had this beautiful gift to, to keep that going, what would you say to somebody who doesn't have that, you know, and who is like, they understand the concept in their head, but it doesn't really manifest in their lives. And, it, and they, it's that it's too late for me. It's same old, same old. I've been in this job. I've been in this relationship. I, I can't change it now. So I'm just curious, like, what would you say to somebody to keep their sense of wonderment? I would tell them to give themselves grace and patience and kindness. Good. Yeah, that's good. Grace. Right. Because Thank you. You're so welcome. Because I think that oftentimes in society, if we can give other people grace, that's a beautiful thing. But sometimes people forget to give themselves grace. They get too busy. They get overwhelmed with work or family or the expectations that we allow society to put on us that we take on. But yeah. to give ourselves grace and say we don't have to be perfect. We just yeah. have to breathe and allow ourselves the space to take a step back because everywhere around us is wonder. So something even as simple as a plastic bag that we have gotten from a grocery store and the fact that at some point in history, some person created the ability to create that plastic and they took the time to market it. Yeah. You know, you're, you're really hitting something, but uh, I want to say hello to gallivanting like a Royal here is on. And she says, travel more. Of course, Duchess DJ love our travel sponsor of power of your presence. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, I had this incredible thought today and, and I think it, it ties in. Imagine if, because one of the things about resetting is that grace where you like, and, and it's interesting, Alicia, I just noticed, I've already, I noticed things. The moment we, we went there, your whole, like your mood just completely, you, you just settled. You're like, this is my vibe. I, I like, <laughs> I totally felt that. And I was like, this, like this came across in the way you communicated it. And uh, the, one of the things that came to me today was with, with this like more intentional living. Imagine if every article in your life, every item, you had a vision for it. So uh, a grocery bag. So instead of like, oh, I ripped it home from the store. It, is it going to go in the trash? Is it, imagine if you're like, OK, what can I what can this be used for? And then maybe it can. I can reuse the bag, for example, or I can do something else with it. And I just kind of felt naturally led to share that while you're talking about this wonderment and um, this idea of having grace with yourself and, and maybe the items in your life and looking at them differently. Yeah, absolutely. It's <laughs> grace is an interesting thing and in, in wonder in coming back to a space of love and compassion for yourself. Right. Because in order to reset, you have to let go of the expectations that you created for yourself to create the space to step into something new. 
Mm. And that can be really difficult, especially when you've invested a lot of time, energy, effort, money, all of those things. So you asked me about part of my story. So part of my story is going to college off and on for 10 years, 10 different colleges, 10 different degrees, several states. And I had a series of different life situations come up that sidelined me. Um, And that could be, I've had one, a couple of the situations were back surgeries. Another was a head injury. Another was um, standing up against um, the administration at one of the colleges I went to because they weren't being just. And so that actually happened at two of the colleges I went to. So I was kicked out of two colleges because I stood up for what was right instead of what was comfortable for me. And so while I have my master's degree in education, I don't actually have a public education certification because I went halfway through my practicum. And because I stood up for what was right, they didn't allow me to go through and actually get my, the end of my certification, even though they took all my money and allowed me to get a degree. And so wow. going forward and continuing on and doing those things. And after I taught, I taught several, <laughs> I jumped around and um, I'd go to a school. And again, I kept struggling with different injustices. And as a new teacher, you oftentimes don't have the power to make the change. And I wasn't willing to stay in a place where hypocrisy reigned so highly. And I stood up for the things that were important to me. But what happened there is that I had to reset every time. And sometimes that was literally moving to another state. Sometimes that was me having to give up one of my animals to a good home because that was what was right for my animal because I had to pivot and I had to do not what was comfortable for myself, but what was correct for the sentient being whose care I was responsible for. And so doing what is right is in uh, the reset is about giving yourself grace and looking at what your values are. And as you grow, um, allowing that alignment to help you make choices that might not necessarily be comfortable to make and to find those people as we shift and grow that can support us. And sometimes when we shift to new spaces, you are like an island. Like when I came to Virginia, to Charlottesville, I knew no one. I moved here without a job, without a place to live, without knowing a single person after being on the road for four and a half months, driving across the country back and forth three times. And I only had a hundred dollars left after I paid for rent in a place that I found. Sounds like a great story. And yeah. And I, I slept on the floor for the first three nights that I was here and I had no idea how things were going to turn out. And I built a successful practice and I've made more money here than I have in any year prior doing massage. So you're, you're hitting a lot of really, really, int- I'm going to turn it over to Dr. Andrea here because I know she's got some things that she wants to probably share and reflect on. Cause there's a lot of great stuff you're sharing. And we thank you for that. You're welcome. And so, and I just want to, before we do, I just want to thank um, our listeners here. If you're on the podcast, uh, I want to w- invite you over to the YouTube channel. It's a, if you subscribe at Austin J. Haynes, we, this will be up on the YouTube channel. You can see the visuals. We can see the, the scroll at the bottom of the screen. You can see Alicia 
And uh, we have Playful Pivot. Her website here is at the bottom of the screen, playfulpivot.com. Dr. Andrea, what do you what do you think and feeling about what you're hearing so far? Oops, you're radiant, but you're on mute. Thank you. There we go. So what I didn't know is I didn't know her backstory. So in hearing your story, yeah. now I realize why we get along so well, because she's multiply um, academic intelligence as well, as well as multiple life challenges that have led to different experiences. So no wonder we uh, uh, seem to overlap in some really cool areas and then build and support each other and others. And so now I'm even more excited to get to know you even better uh, because there are so many things that we probably didn't didn't even come close to coming close to. So very exciting. And the fact that, uh, you know, I am wondering if you still are doing anything in the equine area. Uh, my daughter has horses. And so I know how they have changed her whole life and our life just by who they are. Yeah, absolutely. And thank you for that. And I'm excited to have our relationship build as well and see how we can collaborate. Mm -hmm. In regards to the horses, the horses were the last piece of my academic journey as I got my postgraduate degree in equine assisted learning, which actually took me three tries to get over a year just because of the head injury and different life situations that mm -hmm. I never gave up and got to finish that. Good for you. Thank you. I grew up with horses and they've always brought a lot of peace to my soul and they operate in with nonverbal communication. So these days right now in Virginia, I don't do as much with the horses. I do offer that as a service to people who have horses. So since I currently don't, I sadly had to sell both of my mares at the beginning of the pandemic so that I could stay home and help support my mom when she broke her ankle in three places mm -hmm. and sprained the other one so that, because family is what's most important to me. I have an amazing mother who has a story that would be amazing for your show. Yeah, um, we could, well, maybe we could have mother and daughter back on at some time. That would be an interesting thing to do. Yes, I just briefly give a plug for my mom in regards to uh, the reset, if that's okay. Sure. So my mother is turning 71 next month and she became a yoga instructor in her fifties. She wow. got her personal training certificate at age 68. Wow. And she is currently doing her wellness coaching certification just, just now has started so that she can be a wellness coach for women 55 and over and she's on my team for my membership that I'm building. I would love to interview your mother. That's a great, I mean, see, I love, we talk about life, the midlife, but you know, when is midlife? And When's it's the midlife the, reset? Yeah, just being yourself and staying true to the passions and that you can discover passions later on in life. And that's why I love talking about my mom, not just because she's my mother and she's my hero, but because her story is truly inspirational to me. And yeah, I'm just really excited for her in this next stage in her journey. And I'm very blessed. I have the kind of relationship that I have with her that we can support one another. So yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> in regards to the horses really quick. Yeah. So the horses are amazing. They help with all different kinds of things in life. I love working with them from the standpoint of energetics and nonverbal communications, because in this day and age with so many people behind their phones, people are struggling more and more with anxiety and depression. I believe in part because 
since we're in front of our phone so much, we're not able to read that nonverbal communication that predicts, that predicts how a person is going to react to a situation, which makes people feel less safe. And Dr. Andrea, with your background in neuroscience, I would love to hear like your thoughts on that matter as well. But with the horses, it helps you to right, come back to yourself and be able to read and predict and learn to trust your intuition more in energetics and a very small sliver of like what that is. <laughs> wow, that's yeah. really great. And so, yeah. Yeah, uh, my, my daughter was 11 when we first acquired a horse for her and uh, she's 32 and a half or is she 33 now? I think 32, I think she might be 33. And um, uh, she just lost uh, that, uh, um, Zena died uh, last year and uh, that was the horse that we, she got when she was, and the horse was also 11. So they, you know, age together yeah. and to have that situation uh, was just absolutely amazing uh, to see that journey between her and that horse and how they uh, could read each other and, and how destiny um is able to be seen and heard by them in such a magical way. Um, yeah. yeah, it's just absolutely yeah. beautiful to watch. Amazing. Yeah. I just want to gallivanting like a royal, just be yourself. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Just being yourself. And I want to add to that the aspect of us being ourselves is that being unapologetically authentic is paramount. But the way we're able to be unapologetically authentic is by buying, by being mindful. Because when you're mindful, you don't typically have to be apologetic because it's not just about you. It's important to be all of you, but with grace and kindness and compassion to the world that evolves as well. That's beautiful. Uh, quite beautiful. Yeah, uh, we, we were laughing because this morning I was extremely, I, I have more makeup on now and I, I look more, <laughs> even, though I've, even though I've been in the pool and we were joking because I'm going to be on a thing with her tomorrow that probably tomorrow I might actually be all fussied up. But what one, one of the things I've noticed about other platforms such as TikTok, you know, some of the people that I enjoy the most or that my family enjoys the most are these women and men who aren't fixing up or trying to be anything different they're showing up just as themselves and sometimes just being funny and silly and and who they are by their weight or you know their like the hair will be totally disarray and they'll be like oh my gosh i gotta tell you this and there's no apology for that right and 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 there are people of course who judge them but most of the people are there to love them because they love hearing them and they love that they're not afraid to hop on and still be in their pajamas at four o'clock in the afternoon or. You know, <laughs> yeah. There's something, I mean, it's, that's, I think people crave authenticity. I've had people tell me, Hey, we, you know, I love the videos you did when you were out running where you're, you're all sweaty. Like I like those videos more than the show. I'm like, okay. So, you know, I'm, I'm thinking about transitioning this to me being outside and sweaty and no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I mean, hey, it, it takes all types, right? Like, I if people want to follow me on Instagram, there are silly moments that I put on there. There is yeah. one that's a lot of fun where I'm literally like hanging upside down, and I'm just like, and it's just, it's hilarious. You can't watch it and not laugh. It's literally impossible. So, just a little plug. So after this show, Dr. Andre and I are going to go live on TikTok. First cool. time we're going to do. I've been on live there, but we're going to do a, a tandem on TikTok after this. That sounds fun. Why not? 
we reach more Absolutely. people. Yeah. TikTok, but, don't stop. Ooh, I'm not dancing. Bring back 80s music. music here. I, I will sing. I will do some singing. I'll sing some David Bowie. I'll sing you know, something like that. But this has been great getting to know you and learning about you and what you're doing and feel the authenticity and the passion and would love to have you back on with your mom at some point. I think that would be a great, great synergy and to hear your mom's story about, my goodness, at 68, she got her, would you say her personal trainer? Personal training certificate. Yeah. Yeah. So that that would be certification. It's pretty tough. So that would be great. Let me just uh, do a little something here. So we can get folks to, to find out about you. Let me see if I can do this. And people can find my mom at yogainfusedmovement.com. Her name is Vicki Muirhead. Okay. Cool. And then to remind people, Austin J. Haynes, the Austin J. Haynes show, you can go to www.austinhaynes.com to learn more and to follow him. And it's hashtag flashpoint, hashtag power of pure presence. And then he's got some new poetry that's out and he's going to be. Yeah. I got this, um, actually, what is this one? Let's just see what this is. It's a little fun little video, but that, that book will be out this year and we just want to reach more people and especially midlife, you know, um, there's a, one of the things that is going to happen is, is happening now um, as we, before we close out is you have these people that are, are aging. We're all aging at, at different levels. It's just real. Right. Yeah. And we've had, we've accrued this life experience and you as a midlife person have incredible experience that AI can't replicate, no information can replicate, and the intimate connection that you can offer and create and to share uh, this experience along with the information is so valuable. And it can be lost in the world of the next sexy thing coming down the pike. So the call to midlife, and and like like I go back to this David Bowie quote, Aging is an extraordinary process whereby you become the person that you always should have been. So it's in line with authenticity. It's in line with this raw authenticity. And so maybe you're in that section and you've found this authenticity, but you don't know what to do with it. Maybe you're not, you don't have Alicia's story, right? Where you, you had this wonderment and you, you uncovered this business and or your mom's story. But if you found this, that was for a reason. So I'm just going to say, you know, uh, final thoughts. As, oh, and let me do another teaser for next week. Let's do final thoughts, and then we'll we have a very exciting guest for next week, Dr. Andrea. I'm going to start with you. Um, actually, let me start with Alicia first. So let let because maybe she'll say something that you want to reflect on. <laughs> what, what, what would you say? Uh, just final thoughts as we round out here. My final thoughts would be that it's important to not be afraid of failure and the struggle and the mess that comes along with the reset and even just day-to-day life. Because while society sometimes feels like it gives us a hard time when for failing and makes us seem like we're not good enough, 
failure is actually the foundation of success in whatever you want success to look like. And so instead of being afraid of it and how you might fall, instead, just look at it as the opportunity that like, yeah, if I fail, I tried and I can use that information for the greatness that I will become undoubtedly at some point and to have patience for the time it takes. Because for some people, it can look like it was easy and that it took a year to skyrocket. And other people, it takes 20 years. But neither is better than the other. They both have their own brilliance of which they shine and the steps they took and those they helped along the way. It's beautiful. Yeah, very beautiful. So my thought on this is, you know, I'm thinking about all of us are sharing these journeys of twists and turns. And although we say change is a constant, it's, it's change is the twists and turns that actually carve out the path and the path moves. So we, we, like we have a crick, you can tell I live in Ohio. We have a crick, a creek <laughs> that runs through our property. We have 50, 53 acres and over this, the 24 years that we've lived there, I've seen it start to bend and groove and move differently. So this, the changes are very subtle. But if you look at it from 10, you know, five, 10 years, you can see that it's definitely taking a new path along our, our you know, throughout our acreage. And, and that is the journey. Yeah. It's so true. And the one thing that was coming to mind was I just heard the Kevin Hart story. Kevin Hart took him 19 years, 19 years to get to, to make it big. Hmm. 19 years. And most people don't know that. But, uh, you know, uh, I think but just so I'm, um, I'm in integrity with we have a show, Power of Pure Presence, every Sunday. It's about living life fully now. And it's this balance between building, discovering your authentic self, finding joy and gratitude in, in the space that you're in, and then expanding to your vision from there, not to get there and to think that everything's okay there. It's not, it's, you're here. So, and that's the message is to, is to really honor the here and the now. And to, to echo what Alicia said earlier, to be willing to start small. And we all probably have a closet or a drawer. And this is a good, actually, this is a good setup. I was just going to say, we this should do good. something for the clutter. I was going to say yeah. that. Say, the drawer or that. Yeah. I was talking like when Alicia was talking about the, embracing the mess. It's like that closet. You finally open up the closet. You're like, I'm going to, or the room. And you're like, I'm finally going to get to this. And it's stuff everywhere. It's a mess. But in that mess, you're working through it. And ultimately that closet is going to be clean so you can repurpose it again. And maybe you're more intentional about what goes in it. Maybe you hold a vision for each object that goes in it and you, you live from a different place. So I have a good quote for that because yeah. what other people are calling my mess is actually, actually kind of makes me want to choke up are little snippets of all my successes and they're all shoved together right now. So so it looks like a mess, but it's all of the things that 
uh, led me to be where I'm at that, you know, in the in the haste of moving from an office from an eminent domain situation, it's all shoved together. And, and, and it only looks like a mess, but it's not. It, it, it's amazing things. If you can look at the story of what all that is in there, the path of the stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's it's it. a con condensed collage of life. Yes. Very collage. Yeah. And I think all these conversations we're having are, it's about a different conversation of what success is. Yeah. The old model of success is, is not true anymore. It's, it's a, it's a half truth. It's, it's a, it's a portion. It's not, it's not, it's leaving people unfulfilled. Yeah. Yes. We have to stop allowing others to define what success is for us. Exactly. And what, and what the world portrays as success. Yeah. You know, the Tao Te Ching says the bright way looks dim. The bright way looks dim, you know, and I'm actually, I'm going up to see Henry David Thoreau's, cabin next week in Massachusetts. Cool. And do you know that his book didn't, it was like 60 years after he died or after its release or something like that. You know, that's what, that's, that's what it means to stay true is that you're going to produce the truth inside of you midlife, no matter what, no matter if one person reads it or nobody reads it, you're going to produce it. It has to be done. It has to be done and you can detach from the outcome of it and then it becomes a seed and you don't know where that seed or when that seed is going to sprout. It could be 60 years later. It could be a hundred years later, but that's the beautiful process of it. So I want to thank you. Let's do this little for next week. This was a perfect setup. So here we go. Are you tired of clutter popping up no matter how many times you clear it and no matter what you do? My name is Starry Hansen. I'm a certified professional organizer and clutter whisperer, and that is my entire world, helping you figure out why the clutter won't go away and what you can do about it. I am so excited to come and chat with you all on Austin's podcast coming up soon because we are going to unpack all things decluttering. Now, I have been a clutter whisperer for about 20 years now. I've appeared on over 30 TV shows and this is my jam. I am here to help you understand and unpack why the clutter shows up over and over and over again. And really for you to understand, it's not your fault. Now, common clutter wisdom says we just need better boxes or labels or bins. And yet the truth is we've never had more solutions in our entire history and clutter's never been such a problem. Right. The organizing industry is growing every single year. So if clutter solutions were going to be the thing that fixed the clutter issues, we would already be solved. There wouldn't be any more clutter issues. So what I'm going to talk about with you on Austin's show is why that clutter shows up, what you can do about it, and how it's 1000% not your fault. In my experience, clutter is not proof of your defects. It's proof of your genius. Come join Austin and I and find out exactly what genius is hiding in your clutter. How great is that? Perfect. It's going to be a great topic. So it'll definitely, I know it'll probably get into some of the other themes of, of our lives, right? Because everything's connected. But again, at least I want to thank you from uh, the Playful Pivot. I want to thank you, Dr. Andre Adams Miller from the Red Carpet Connection uh, for making this show great. And feel free to share this. It will be up on the podcast tomorrow. I, like, you know, I, I just say if someone hears this, 
and it changes their trajectory. That's it. You, and you could be the person sitting alive now, or you might be the person that's getting this on the playback. It's okay. Take what you can from this and take, start your playful pivot, take that first step and let's move forward. So we're going to give you a collective goodbye, everybody. We'll put a big smile on. Thank you so much. And we'll Thank see you, you next week.